to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Indeed, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and I'm back in the old seat. The old hot seat. I'm back in the old the hot, hot seat. seat. Cooling it down a I'm little cooling bit. Cooling it down, it down a little bit. Doing your thing over there. Yep, and I'll be talking a little bit, and you'll hear me talk about um, my experience at the Go Green Expo in New York and some of the other things that uh, we've done there and share them with everyone and uh, talk about what that's like. But I have to tell you that I am so thrilled that I'm having my first show being back in the seat with Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis. I am so jazzed about it because today's topic is about spiritual practices for everyday life and you know i i think i'm pretty much going to be traveling a bit more it will not affect the show um because i love doing this show uh i live in seattle i'm not planning to move but we are also building a network in new york city that will be a women's channel and so that's going to be very exciting and i'll talk to everyone about that as that unfolds. In addition, we're going to be working with folks on how to reach uh, more people across the globe because it's not a question of whether or not people uh, like yourselves that tune in every day look forward to hearing this message. Mm-hmm. It's really a question of can we let more people know? And we have been blessed to be on KKNW 1150 AM. And so uh, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining me here today, the Senior Minister and Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living. We've been having a conversation at least once a month that that talks about thriving, that talks about giving up our old stuff and creating the lives we, de- we desire. And so as the spiritual uh, director for the Center for Spiritual Living, the minister and, and senior minister, by the way, uh, you know, it has been a journey to watch what she is doing and what her ministry is doing to help unfold, grow and expand. And so it's very, I find this very interesting to have so many people right now that are parallel, Benny, to what we're doing and what other people are doing. The other show's on here. We just heard Glenn chat with women, Rob and Brenda, and I'm not even sure who the, the whole afternoon uh, is filled up. But this is because people want this message. So we want to thank Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis for joining us here today, building a better life, building a better world. And that's what she is about. So today's topic, spiritual practices for everyday life, is so important. Welcome to the show, Kathy Ann. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, I, I, you and I, we've been able to talk about a, a number of different things. And I love, I, I sat, I don't know, I, I was in New York City and I was able to get on the Internet and I was prepare, preparing for today's show. And I went back and I looked at the page that we have on our website and I looked at all of the really cool things that we've talked about. And yet... When, when I got the information about today's show, I was so eager to have this conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you out of the gate, spiritual practices for everyday life, is this something that we can talk about with people in terms of what it does bring us closer towards and what happens when we don't do it? 
No, of course we can. And, and I, I want to give kind of a context for this. Yes. Because there is always, if we study history, there's always been people who sought a closer connection to something greater than themselves, whether they called it God or the gods or nature or some spirit or, you know, the mountain or beauty or anything. But, but oftentimes in history, people had to withdraw from their everyday life to do that. And so in the East, we have monasteries and, in, in, and, and nunneries. And in, in the Western culture, we had nunneries and monasteries and, and seminaries and places where people would withdraw and they'd study about God. And they were kind of an, a, a spiritual elite. And the rest of the people showed up on Sunday, listened to something, tried to be good, and gave some money. And, and what happened then is I think there was a the beginning of a deep sense of separation between everyday life and spirituality. So spirituality is something you had to go out of your way to pursue instead of it being infused in your everyday life. And we just don't do that as much anymore. We don't have that kind of culture. People might go away for a a 30-day silent retreat, but they still come back to the world. Not a lot of people have the kind of money that it would take to go to a a private retreat center for the rest of their life, even though we may want to at <laughs> So can we still get the effect? Can we get the effect of, of going away and being secluded and sequestered and, and having all the time that it takes to really seek some sort of great connection, but we do, it, do it while we're still taking the kids to school, uh, preparing dinner, um, preparing a brief, and uh, paying our taxes. That's the question. If we can do that, I think we can make the place, the whole world a better place. Absolutely. I was so struck by the, the pace, the busyness of my trip to New York City, by the way. Oh, baby, yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and I grew up, for those of you that are thinking, um, you know, what, what is she talking about? We were at the Go Green Expo in New York City, and, and we'll be at the one in L.A. as well. But this is something that is very important to me, especially since we launched Dr. Pat's Green Challenge. But I was, you know, I grew up there, Kathy Ann. I, I lived there. I lived in New Jersey most of my life. But I have been away and I was so struck by the pace. It was relentless. It was nonstop. And so in the context that you described, how can we look at our lives and put spiritual practice in the forefront and understand that not only is that important, but it helps us shape our lives? It helps us shape our lives. And, and what happens, I just want to get back. The reason, one of the reasons I think it helps us shape our lives is because it helps us shape our attitude. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that that we see things with perhaps just a tiny bit more peace and, and, and uh, security and optimism. And it also helps us shape um, the atmosphere around us because people are going to respond to our attitude. So it, it, it really does shape our lives in incredible ways. And I think that we can start to do this in really simple ways. I'll tell you what, what impressed me a lot is I used to work with a woman who said that every time she came to a a stoplight, instead of getting upset, she'd say to herself, I guess I need to stop and just breathe. So she actually started to enjoy stoplights. Now, that's a reframing that's powerful because she lived in the city and is, um, 
a lot of people that know know about Seattle. I am amazed at how badly the stoplights are timed sometimes. <laughs> I want to go down the street, and I've stopped four or five different times just in, in the matter of maybe ten blocks. And, wow, how powerful it is to just stop and breathe. So it was actually becoming a little mini spa for her, a little bit of a break, a tiny little meditation, a tiny little bit of, of uh, seeking peace in the middle of what could be aggravating. When we seek those kind of things and really start to instill them and in our life, then we start to find other ways where we can start connecting and connecting and connecting, and it feels good. And we become a more positive, optimistic, cheerful, enthusiastic person, and we're better to be around. And, um, and since we live in a society interacting with other people all the time, if we're a better person to be around, we're going to have better conditions and, and situations with the people that, that surround us. You know, all of, of this year, I've been struck by, and thank you, Kathy Ann, for saying that, because, you know, I've been really struck by, I've been doing this show for about four years, and certainly you have been um, a minister uh, at the Center for Spiritual Living for much longer than that. And I can't help but be struck by sort of this this energy, this all-of-a-sudden awareness of some of the principles that, uh, uh, that, well, not some of them, but all of the principles that that you talk about at the Center for Spiritual Living. But it is as if, you know, there is information that has caught on like wildfire. Are we presenting information that is truly going to help people? Are we giving folks the tools they need? Well, I, I think that the tools are out there, but they still have to use them. It's like I... I was actually listening to one of my talks recently, and I, I was uh, so proud of, or not proud, but quite uh, enthusiastic about a gift I'd gotten for Christmas, which was a Swiss Army knife. And it's amazing what's inside a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. If you have that around, you can, you can handle, at least a woman like I, like myself, can handle a lot of things with that Swiss Army knife. <laughs> and I realized, as I was listening to this talk and reviewing it because I was going to do something with it, I had misplaced the Swiss Army knife. Now, it is still great, and it still can do a lot of things, but if I don't use it, it's worthless. So we know about the law of forgiveness. There's, there's a lot of information out there about that. And we can even read about and, and perhaps be inspired by uh, Desmond Tutu and the truth and reconciliation and the principle of, of healing that come when people just tell the truth and listen to one another. And we can cry and be inspired and say, isn't that wonderful? But if we don't use it, it's just another tool in a box. It, it, it is another tool in the box. And, and for uh, us listening here today, you know, the question is, how do we... How do we learn, as you just shared, how do we learn to keep those tools handy? How do they help us call in the universal laws, the laws that will lead us to a place of abundance, that will lead us to a place of health, of well-being? Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis is my very special guest today, spiritual practices for everyday life. And you certainly are welcome to give us a shout if you have questions or comments as we talk about this. 
When we come back from break, we'll be talking very specifically about a spiritual practice that each and every one of us can use to change our day for the better. I had a few of those in New York. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Starting a new business, signing a contract, or launching a new website or business product? Certified business and personal astrologer Madeline Gerwick uses good timing to give you the ideal time to start your new business venture. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com or call 877-524-8300. Attain higher business success and better return on resources with good timing. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you hurt. We want to help. We are so sure that Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief without side effects just ask for Topperson. Topperson is now available at Fred Meyer Natural Food and other fine stores go to Topperson.com for a store near you or call 1-800-959-1007 Topperson.com or 1-800-959-1007 Topperson the last pain medicine you'll ever need and you can sleep on that Is one of your loved ones in crisis or would you like to empower your family to prevent a crisis from occurring? Crisis in Intervention Coaching has a goal to empower every family to overcome any challenge with education, strategy development, and ongoing support. Take the first step to create workable solutions and empower your family today. Visit CrisisInterventionCoaching.com or call the 24-hour hotline at 888-592-8400. The search is over. The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, is your connection to tens of thousands of people waiting to hear your empowering message, waiting to choose your product or service. Dr. Pat's goal is to connect you with the people that want high-quality products and services created with love for humanity and the earth. Products and services like yours. Be the business that joins the buzz. The Dr. Pat Show buzz. The buzz of talk radio to thrive by. Connect with people that value conscious living and mind full thinking living life full out have your business be identified with this powerful and inspiring show join the buzz be the buzz let the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by be the conduit to those who would benefit most from your services to sponsor the dr pat show call dr pat at 206-523-5522 that's 206-523-5522 let our success be your success Radio with no added hormones or preservatives. All natural, alternative talk, 1150 AM. Explain. Oh, yeah. well, well. 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. We've got a lot of exciting things going on, including uh, today's conversation with Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis. And so uh, if you want to find out more about us, go to our website, which is www.thedrpatshow.com. Check out, sign up for the newsletter. We're almost ready to put up the new home page, which is kind of fun and exciting as well. Uh, and so we've taken all of your input into what we're building as we get out of the gate in 2008. Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis, as I said before, is the Senior Minister and Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living on Sandpoint Way. 85-year history in the city of Seattle. And they are opening the doors for a new facility, expanded facility, that is absolutely rocking. And so more people uh, that will be able to tap into what they do, their classes, their workshops, uh, of course, the Sunday, Wednesday ministries and beyond. And so today we're talking with her about a topic that is very, very important to me and one that I actually struggle with, and that is spiritual practices for everyday life. So uh, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann, thank you for joining us here today. You know, this topic was selected and before the break we you know i had i had asked a number of different questions around implementing spiritual practice what are some of the universal laws when you selected this what was it that came to mind for you what what do you sense is the need around this i think the need is for us to be able to tap into something greater than ourselves mm. and let it um, lift us heal us Inspire us, direct us, and support us. There's a lot of talk out there about this, whether it's from quantum physics or or New Age teaching. There's a lot of talk and and writing about how we're all one at some level. That there is a oneness, um, a, a ground of being, a field of possibilities from which creation springs. Well, that's a teaching. But it doesn't do us a lot of good, consciously, if we're not able to tap into that. So I'm really looking at people being able to tap into their inner peace and their inner joy and their capacity to love and their capacity to connect and their capacity to, to, to be inspired and to be wise and to be teachable and to have what they want. It's said in the Bible, in particular, that the kingdom of heaven is within, but we often don't know how to get to that kingdom. How could it be within? We, we, when we look within, we see our own neuroses and our history and our our uh, reasons and our, our excuses, and, and it's hard to see that there's anything really, really fabulously wonderful in there sometimes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. And other times it's not. So I guess what I'm looking at is how can we constantly be tapping into that? There's a lot of information out there about the law of attraction, and I often use the law of attraction. And But I'm not talking about that today, because if I am scattered, worried, upset, and confused, most likely the law of attraction is going to be attract to me more of those wonderful conditions. The law of attraction is working all the time, even if we're not picturing something that we want. So how can I become the kind of person that I would want to run into? And how can I become the kind of person who always has wonderful experiences? That's, that's the kind of 
want to encourage people to participate in. Well, much, I, I, much like my friend who I said, you mm-hmm. know, has this little mini spa when the lights turn red. Uh-huh. Wow, was she a peaceful, <laughs> wonderful person. People love to be around her. <laughs> well, you know, I, I love that story because, uh, you know, I, I don't want to go into details about what it was like to drive in, in New York City with the folks that were driving the car. I mean, that was a totally different experience. You know, I, I'm glad I'm not a drinking woman, so to speak. And, it, it, you know, it, it's one of these things that uh, we actually pull out of our pocket, spiritual practice I'm referring to, when things are bad. Mm-hmm. But isn't that kind of like the wrong order, so to speak, of things. I mean, we grab for the prayer right? when our life is sort of in the toilet, so to speak. Yeah, we use a lot of spiritual Band-Aids. Band-Aids, very good. Spiritual Band-Aid. And, and isn't, you know, isn't what you're talking about, not to get to that point, I mean, doing the spiritual practice to keep things juicy. Yes, keep them growing and vibrant and healthy and thriving. So that we're not we're not evolving through crisis and calamity. We're evolving through joy and expression. That that would be my that would be my choice. Mm-hmm. And I've done it both ways. <laughs> I've been at this long enough. I've done it both ways. I choose the joy the joy route from now on. What are some of of what you've seen uh, with folks that build a strong spiritual practice? And and I know that today's not we're not talking about the law of attraction, but we are talking about universal laws. What are some of the things that you've seen in in the years that you've been uh, in in ministry on how spiritual practice has helped people shift their lives? Well, it could be something as, as simple as leaving the door in the morning. And spending 30 seconds to mm. say, you know, to address whatever your name for God is, whatever that might be. And just say, lead me and guide me this day and make sure that your presence is felt by me. Wow, that, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. And what, what, what it seems to do is, is set the day. It, we could also set the day by making sure that on our lunch hour when we're eating or whatever, that, that we go away someplace really quiet and spend five minutes just breathing. Now, some people would call that meditation. Some people have a spiritual um, background or faith that says, I don't want to meditate or I can't meditate or whatever. So just be quiet and breathe. Don't call it anything. Uh, but I do know that the more that we seem to let the outside world uh, become Still, the more we're going to tap into inner wisdom, and it's always there available to us. I believe that everyone has good intuition. I just think some people listen to that intuition because they've trained themselves to be still once in a while. You know, when we talk about being still, and I love what you just said, because I think what we're doing is we're moving beyond some of the myths around a spiritual practice. And you, what you just shared is, is really brilliant, because I think for some of us that were raised in certain traditions, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, we have an idea of, of what spiritual practice meant. And it had to be done in a certain way, and it had to be done in a certain order, and it had to be done uh, exactly like you were told to do it. So mm-hmm. if you were told to do uh, 20 Hail Marys and 20 Our Fathers, that's what you did. If you were told to. And so I, re- I realize how much of that practice for me, even though I love my connection uh, to, to Jesus, how much of that practice, not only didn't it make sense, I wasn't really sure why I was doing it. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But here what we're talking about is there is a rationale behind spiritual practice. And I wanted to talk with you about that. I mean, let's break this down for a minute and talk about spiritual practice, what happens when we get into that mode, and how that relates to the bigger cosmic quest, you know, question, mm -hmm. and how we make the connection in energy and vibration. Mm -hmm. Well, and spiritual practice, I just want to say, people might be confused, like, what's a spiritual practice? That means anything that allows you to connect with your own inner spirit, that which is, is calm and wise and good and loving and everybody has a spirit to them an inner spirit and whatever way you connect with that that's a good way and that's a spiritual practice and some some religions are really very very prone to teach you how to do that some some just leave it you know you figure it out yourself and some people don't want to go to any religion so then mm -hmm. what do they do how do they connect um Anything that you do that connects you with your spirit is going to be a great practice. Is that what you were talking about? Pat? Exactly. And, and, and that's the difference because for, for those of us that have sort of come from the place of this is what it is, this is how you do it, and you have to do it, quote, right, you mm. see? We yeah. have to do it right. If we don't do it right, it's not working. What I've learned, especially in the conversations you and I have had, is that we've got this mind thing about doing something right. And, you know, and then when we do it, let's say we, we have a spiritual practice and life doesn't turn out. My prayers are not answered, so to speak. We think that we haven't done it right. You see? Mm -hmm. And so let's talk about that for a little bit because, you know, there are some things about spiritual practice that I've heard you talk about, some of them have to do with affirmations. Uh, and affirmations that we say, sometimes we believe them and sometimes we don't. So my question is, when we return from break, how important is faith? Meaning, how important is the belief that if I do this, things will turn out right? The strength of conviction. How important is that in what we put in to our daily spiritual practice. Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining us here today on the Dr. Pat Show. Spiritual practice and for our everyday life is our topic. If you've got questions, if you've got comments, if you want some help with your spiritual practice, we're here for you. Give us a shout. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. When we come back, can you do a spiritual practice and not really have the belief or the faith in it. We'll be right back. Are you feeling presentation challenged? Are you scared, nervous, or anxious in front of a group? Learn how to present magically. The Empowerment Partnership offers the Presenting Magically Seminar in Seattle, May 16th through the 18th. Gain rapport with groups of any size. Manage the energy around you. Increase your charisma and magnetism. Call for your $95 spring special at 800-800-MIND. Visit NLP.com. The Presenting Magically Seminar from the Empowerment Partnership at nlp.com a smooth journey a creamy encounter a spoonful of great god's greek yogurt and pavoto ice crema takes you through an experience of mythical intensity great god's greek yogurt so natural creamy and smooth with five live and active cultures 
including probiotics. Greek Gods Pagoto Ice Cream, a gourmet ice cream similar to the ice cream you find in Greece. Find your own Greek Gods at your local grocery store. Visit the Greek Gods at GreekGodsYogurt.com and experience the myth. Are you suffering from chronic pain and fatigue? Are you tired of taking medications? There are solutions that are completely natural and effective. The key is to identify the root of the problem and allow your body, mind, and spirit to do the healing. At Holistique Medical Center, Dr. Darvish and her staff do just that. Treat you as an individual. Find the root cause of your symptoms and stimulate your innate healing. Call Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or visit drdarvish.com. That's drdarvish.com. For years, I was searching for a church that spoke about God in ways that made sense to me, in ways that recognized my struggles in life and then helped me find solutions. I found that church. It's the Center for Spiritual Living, a wonderful community that is helping me build a better life and a better world. Each Sunday, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis inspires me to create a world that works not only for me, but for everyone. Honoring all paths to God, the Center for Spiritual Living is located just east of University Village on Sandpoint Way with three Sunday services. Visit online at spiritualliving.org. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our Maximized Living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. Revitalize your soul with Wayne Dyer, Robert Holden, Doreen Virtue, Marianne Williamson, Greg Braden, and your other favorite Hay House authors on a day or weekend retreat in Las Vegas. It's the annual I Can Do It conference on June 26th through 29th at the Sands Expo, and it's packed with inspiring keynote lectures, interactive workshops, autograph sessions, exhibitors, and more than 35 best-selling authors. Tickets start at only $75. Call 800-654-5126 or visit ICanDoIt.net. News, traffic, and weather? Now you can get your information fixed weekdays on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining me here today. I want to give you the website because when you go to the Spiritual Living uh, Center for Spiritual Living website, you're going to be able to not only get information about uh, Kathy Ann, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis, but everyone else there, including some of the podcasts and including some of the classes that are there and much more. So you can go to spiritualliving.org, spiritualliving.org. So there's two L's right in the middle there, so make sure you punch those in, spiritualliving.org, or you can go to the drpatshow.com website, and you'll be able to see right now Kathy Lewis right on our home page, as well as a profile page. Uh, every single show that she and I have done is listed here. Please feel free to download them. Please feel free to pass them on to your friends. We don't charge anyone. There's no funky membership thing that goes on. It's about sharing the wealth. Uh, thank you, Kathy Ann, for joining us here today. Before the break, we were talking about spiritual practice. Mm. And we were talking about, uh, you know, 
does it have to do you have to come from a place of faith what happens when you pray or have a spiritual practice from a place of fear and what tips can you give us for implementing a spiritual practice well it's kind of like uh, i'm so grateful that you mentioned the fear part okay if i only pray if when things are bad or pray and that's only one spiritual practice being still is a spiritual practice uh, being grateful is a spiritual practice uh, forgiving someone's a spiritual practice being appreciative is a spiritual practice. You mm-hmm. see, there's so many. When people think of the spiritual practice, they think I've got to pray or meditate. And there are so many ways, as Rumi said, that we can bow down and kiss the earth. There's so many ways that we can connect with something greater than ourselves. And so I think too many people say, I don't like to pray. I don't know how to pray. And I only pray when I'm worried. And so what good is that prayer going to do? Or I don't like to meditate. I don't know how to meditate. I don't have time to meditate. And so they're not doing anything. And there's lots of ways we can meditate, or I shouldn't say meditate, but lots of ways to connect. And on our website, we have a spiritual practice, a different one for every week. So, and I've been doing that for four years, so there's a lot of spiritual practices out there. So, but getting back to this thing of faith, I don't, I do believe that if, if we, we need to, as Jesus said, pray believing, but don't wait till something really falls apart mm. to hope that we can believe. Um, and be connected before that. Make it be part of your habit. Uh, I loved the story of Gandhi um, and his death. Not that I loved his death or even how he died or anything like that. But he, according to, to the stories about him, he was a very, very shy and and resident, mm-hmm. and resident, oh, I can't even say the word. Um, anyway, he was timid. <laughs> right. And, and not very forthcoming. And someone sent him to a spiritual teacher, and the spiritual teacher said, you must keep the name of God in your mind. So he would recite the name of God, and for him, the name of God was wrong. That was his name for it. And he would just say it over and over and over again, kind of like when Jesus would say, pray without ceasing. And so that's what he did, and look how brave he became and how incredibly uh, powerful he was in the world because he was bringing that name or that nature into his consciousness, and he started to reflect that name and, and, and nature. I don't think he could have done what he did if he wasn't already connected. And so spiritual practice is about connection. Uh, for me, I, uh, this is just my idea. This is Kathy Ann speaking. Spiritual connection and practice is about being prepared for what life gives you and not going to God when you finally get something you don't like. Um, so it's about a, it's a constant thing. Mm-hmm. It's a, and yet it doesn't have to take away from your life. It's something that you put into your life. For instance, Saying the name of your God, whatever your God is, even if it's the spirit or, or name beyond all names or, or higher power or whatever, to be just grateful. Perhaps when something good happens, say, thank you, higher power. Thank you, spirit. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Allah. Just being, that's a connection. That's simple. It's easy. And it keeps the connection fresh. You know what? We may not feel anything right away. We may not feel like we have faith. But what you'll notice, and this has been talked about by so many saints and sages and mystics and teachers, is that eventually you'll see that you're a different person. You'll be a different person. 
And most likely you'll test that difference in the midst of a trial and a tribulation. And uh, Don't I sound very biblical? <laughs> it sounds good to me. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I feel like I could be preaching the Bible. <laughs> but something horrible will happen and you'll handle it differently. And you go, wow, I've changed. And, well, and it seems like it happened in a twinkling of yeah. an instant. But really, it's been something that's been coming on because you've been doing your search practice. Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that because uh, this morning at 7 o'clock, I was interviewing Jill um, Jill uh, Bolte-Taylor. Now, many of you don't know who's Jill Taylor. Okay, guess who she is? She is the woman that if you go on the Internet, you'll find her video uh, everywhere. It's from Ted's. But she's the woman that talked about going through a stroke. Mm, yes, and I remember that. You yes. remember that? Mm-hmm. And she shared with that. As a matter of fact, she, but what she shared is exactly what you're talking about. And isn't this interesting that I just thought about that? Because what she shared was based on her, her knowledge of the brain. She, she was able to watch her left brain shut down. And, and be in the present moment and the magnificence of the right brain yes. and all that is. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at a spiritual practice, and, and correct me if I'm off track here, and we start to be at that place of spirit and be at that place of peace, then aren't we essentially shutting down, as she referred to, the chatter of the left brain or the chatter of whatever you want to call it? Well, you, you definitely start to um, use, use your, use your uh, unitive connection more. Because what she had was a unitive consciousness. That's what she would call it. That she got to see the unity of all things. And both of those, both of those abilities to uh, perceive unity and to talk about it, because that's what the left brain does. Mm-hmm. She lost her ability to talk. Both of those are present in us. And through our spiritual practice, we cultivate that unitive consciousness so that we can tap into it and that it's more real for us, especially when we need it. So, Kathy Ann, as we look at this, our, the question that comes to mind is we're, we're looking at the world outside. As a matter of fact, I was on the phone on the way to the studio today. I was talking with someone. We were talking about the, the real estate market, so to speak. And there are two ways we can talk about the real estate market. Definitely, we could talk about the real estate market in a way that it's negatively affecting and so many people with all the foreclosures. Uh-huh. On the other hand, the conversation that this individual was having with me was that you know, for the first time in her life in this area, by the way, the prices of homes were coming down, the interest rates were coming down, and she was so absolutely bubbly to think, oh my gosh, I've been on this planet for about 50 years, this may be my opportunity to buy a house. Yeah. What is the difference in what we attract? I'm going to throw a little law of attraction in here now. What's the difference between what we attract in terms of having that view that the, the world is closing in. And Jill Taylor, if she would have had the view, oh, my gosh, you know, I, I'm a, an expert on the brain. My brain is shutting down. I'm going to die. Or having a different perspective on what might be possible. How do these two things interact? How do they work in what we do every day? Because we're talking about spiritual practice every day. How do those things, whether we take group A or group B, help us get closer to manifesting what we want? Well, we, we have to make a choice, just like 
even with Jill Bolt Taylor, uh, Bolt Taylor, um, she actually had her left brain had to keep telling her, "You've got to do something, or you'll die." Now she knew that she wouldn't die, but her body would have. <laughs> that unit of consciousness says it's all okay, but she would have lost her body if she had not called someone. Uh, and it was her left brain that part that could talk once in a while and recognize numbers that could get her on the phone to call an assistant to, to she could, had lost her language by that time, but he could tell it was her and sent help. Uh, there, it, it has to be a marriage of the two. So it's not about, I don't think, um, becoming so totally unitive consciousness and in the present that you can't be any bloody good to yourself. I guess that's the way that it would be said. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, don't be so spiritual that you're no earthly good to anyone. Mm. Uh, and 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 she took eight years to bring those two back together to learn speech again, to be able to describe her experience so that we could all benefit from it. Because otherwise, she would have had the benefit, she would have had the experience, but she wouldn't be around to tell us. So, it is really a marriage of the two, and for. All of us, when we're looking at conditions, as the Buddhists would say, the thing is just the thing. The real estate market is just the real estate market. What are you going to say about it? You tell yourself what it's going to mean to you. We are the ones that give us give our life meaning. Some people have been looking for the meaning of life. Well, you give life meaning. Does this mean good or does this mean bad? We're always deciding. And that's what spiritual practice is. Some of it is to decide that it's going to be for good. That no matter what's happening here, I am going to somehow have the wisdom to see the good in it for me and others. And that takes connection because of myself, I may not be big enough to see the good in it. I may not see how this can turn out okay eventually. But there is something within me that can, and I might tapped into it. That's, that's the real question, I believe. That is the real question. When we come back from break, we'll be uh, talking with Reverend Dr. Kathy and Lewis, and we'll actually be demonstrating how to do some of those tap into it practices right here on the Dr. Pat Show. Again, if you want more information about the Center for Spiritual Living, you can go to spiritualliving.org. That's spiritualliving.org. Get those two L's in the middle. When we come back, what are some spiritual practices that we can implement right now? How can we turn our day around? How can we feel that inner peace even if you're stuck at that red light for a good 10 or 15 minutes we'll be right back with the show Are you the owner or manager of a struggling small business? Do you feel alone in your battles? The Small Biz Sherpa can help. Do you want to increase sales or decrease costs? Do you wish your employees were more motivated or cared as much as you do about the bottom line? Call the Small Biz Sherpa. Learn how you can change your company's fortunes by involving and engaging your staff. Create bonus and incentive programs that pay your people more while improving your bottom line. The Small Biz Sherpa has done it himself, and now he'll show you how to do it too. Visit smallbizsherpa.com or call 206 505 That's smallbizsherpa.com. Smallbizsherpa.com. 
Be sure and sign up for the Dr. Pat Show newsletter so you can find out about the latest guests, events, promotions, and giveaways. Visit thedrpatshow.com and register now. From a place of special energy, the Sedona tools are specially crafted to work with the disruptive emotional energies of traumatic experience. You can release and resolve the past, move gracefully through the present, and attract the future you wish with power that's already yours, your intent, and creative visualization. Now work with the right tools. Visit thesedonatools.com. Would you like to receive a weekly email telling you about personal growth events and resources in the Puget Sound region? This service is now available complements of New Spirit Journal, the locally owned and operated newspaper that brings you a wealth of inspirational information every month. Go to NewSpiritJournal.com and click on Earl. That's events and resource listings, but you can call it Earl. New Spirit Journal has been providing inspirational news and information for almost three years. Visit NewSpiritJournal.com. Hi, this is Glenn Brooks from the Vibrant Living Radio Network. From terminal normalities to abundant realities, how do we craft and design more abundance in our lives? And how do we allow for more possibilities? Join me and my international team of contributors. Please join me in this exploration and become part of the Vibrant Living family, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., right here on Seattle's Alternative Talk, AM 1150, KKNW. Your life's precious and giant. Find the tools and resources and discover a new way of axing those. Tune in your radio to hear Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant, as she uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. Carrie will read your unique energy field, connecting you with the treasures of your soul, your passions, and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. Like what you hear? Be sure and support the sponsors who support your favorite programs on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. indeed and i'll tell you rod stewart is still singing welcome back everyone he doesn't really change his looks either he looks great <laughs> looks dude looks yeah he really does um and you know actually his last cd was his top selling cd if you can imagine really last cd yeah yeah imagine I that. Didn't even know that all the things that he has done his last one is so what does that mean? Does it mean that we just keep getting better? I don't know. That's why we have Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis on the show today to help us out spiritual practice in our everyday lives. Uh, and, 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 you know, uh, Kathy Ann, again, thank you for joining us here today. It's really a great conversation, and it's really helpful for me to to hear your perspective. And certainly out of this, and we'll cover this this segment, you know, there are tools that we can use. There are things we can do. And there's simple things. And so I just want to share some things that have been used by so many people for years and years and years. And great. I'm gonna, and, and I'm going to give a bunch because we're all different. 
And I think that's why there's so many different spiritual practices. So it's not about just prayer or meditation um, or doing affirmations because um, some people don't resonate with that. Um, uh, so here's some, some things that people have done. is just read a little daily reading. I think there's a lot of them out there. There's uh, probably, if you look for it, 161 or however many days a year we've got with the Buddha if you wanted to. But just a little bit of something to take in in the morning, because oftentimes what we take in in the morning is our to-do list or our worries or will I get that sale, um, what time do I pick up the kids, or we listen to the radio and listen to the news. So are we taking in something that's inspirational and will feed our soul? So are we getting fed? Uh, the next thing is that has worked for a lot of people is just a few minutes of silence. Five minutes of silence. And I know that that could be hard, especially if we've got a, a family and a busy life, life, but somewhere in the day we can get five minutes of silence. Just mm. to be still, just to breathe, just to relax. Um, and what I've noticed is that people who, who really enjoy this kind of thing find that then they can get 10 minutes and then they can get 20 minutes. And I know a friend who said I could never meditate and now she's doing it for a whole hour. So it's not something you need to force yourself to do. I must do an hour. What fun's that? Who loves to do anything they have to do? Mm. We hate it. We just start. So we can try just being still. We can try reading an inspirational um, uh, quote or, or whatever. There's this, the Science of Mind magazine I know has different mm -hmm. quotes for the month. A Unity puts out a booklet where there's the word of the day. Just take something and be inspired by it. Um, I think there's guideposts. I think that's put out by um, a Christian organization somewhere. Anyway, that's that's um, that's an idea. So we read, we we're still, and then there could be a little prayer, just mm -hmm. a tiny little prayer that you have every day, which is something like, um, you know, Spirit within, guide me in all that I do. Let me see the good in people. Um, that can be that could be that simple. We don't have to make it a complicated prayer. It doesn't have to not make sense. It doesn't have to be in Latin. It, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't have to be so long that we can't get through it. It could be a simple prayer. Um, another one is to just be grateful. To just be grateful, but not just grateful in general, but to be grateful to life for everything life has given us. So when people smile at us or we get to work on time or whatever, just start being grateful. And there was a man, um, Eric Butterworth, who said, a grateful heart will draw great things to it. <laughs> I've noticed that that's true. Mm -hmm. And I've watched books come out now about the power of being grateful and thankful. <laughs> like, this is just regurgitating the same old truth. And I guess it's that we need to hear it again. But we don't need to have somebody write a book on it. Just do it. Do it. Don't read the book. Just be grateful. <laughs> I've just saved you $21. Uh, another thing is is to be in the process of blessing other people. Because oftentimes, if people tick us off, we, we don't curse them. Sometimes we don't curse them, but we just silently judge them. Mm. And, and it, uh, you know, it just it will stay in our consciousness. And um, as, as a friend of mine would say, it creates bad juju. Mm -hmm. So bless them. 
there are people that drive crazy. And um, now that I'm on the freeway more than I've ever been before, I notice these people. But I bless them because I don't want them to hurt themselves and I don't want them to hurt other people. And I just silently say, Father, Mother, God within, please take care of these people. Please give them peace of mind and get them where they need to go. And, and may they harm no one, including themselves. Are we willing to bless people? And that's something, if, if people live where I live or do what I do, there's a constant, never-ending opportunity to be blessing people. Absolutely. But in New York, you had an opportunity one after another. Oh, I uh, tell you, you know, you have to praise and raise. And, you know, I had to stop and praise and raise myself. Mm. Because I was getting into this little thing where I was like, wow, why am I being so, you know, edgy? Why, you know, what is this? Why am I being so edgy here? So nervous. So, you know, I had to take a minute. But one of the things you said I, I want to get back to, um, and, and I wanted to thank you for joining us here today. But I love what you said. It's not about how much, because we love to put these standards, standards in place, these false sense of requirement. And what you've done today is you have opened the door for a whole new way of being for people. Mm-hmm. Want, simple, simple thing. I want to thank you. I want to thank you for joining us here today, everyone. Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis, you can go to the website, spiritualliving.org. And as we always do when we close the segment with Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis, we do it by actually doing a spiritual practice. And I'd love for you to lead us with, uh, with the spiritual practice for today. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for asking me. And let's just end with a prayer, a simple prayer. Let's make this simple. There's a song that some people sing that it is a gift to be simple, it is a gift to be free. So let's just simply allow ourselves, no matter what we're doing, whether we're driving or sitting or multitasking, if we're at work, we're at home, wherever we are, let us just simply be grateful that we are alive. Meister Eckhart, the great Catholic saint who lived in the Middle Ages, said, if the only prayer we ever said is thank you, it would be enough. Mm-hmm. So let us turn our attention to everything that we're grateful for. Let it fill us with appreciation. And let us be grateful to life that we have these things in our lives. And I give thanks that I can bless, I bless each person listening, that the gratitude in our heart, the greatness in our heart, draws to us even more grace. And that this will be a great day, because that's what we deserve, and that is our infinite right. And we just let it be, let it be, let it be. <laughs> I sound like a Beatles song. Let it be. And we say, Amen. Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis on the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Stay tuned. Don't touch that dial. We've got another hour of powerful, powerful programming. Positively ageless and a story from an amazing woman, Nancy Reed. Body drama and why this is an issue that we can let go of. All right, everyone. We'll see you in a few. 